All right. Well, good morning, men. How's everyone doing? Come on. Uh, man, it's awesome to have you here. Last week, kind of open up this, this idea of identity has been an interesting week for me. I don't know if anyone else has had this kind of this week. It's been a week where kind of everything that I've been uh, reading or, um, you know, just whether I'm working on something or whatever it is, this idea of identity has just been kind of sin with me this week. And hopefully it's been sin with you as well. Uh, it's so easy to recap last week. It's so easy for us as men to begin to get our identity from the things we do. So, so incredibly easy. And we are not called to do that. We're called to get our identity from who we are in Jesus. Amen. Amen. We should be getting our identity from who Jesus says that we are. You know, there's a song, uh, we are who you, we are who, I am who you say I am, you know, and it's, it's this concept of like, are we operating out of getting our worth and our value and our identity from the things that we accomplish? Or are we living out of a out of a place where we recognize who Jesus says that we are? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Uh, as I was preparing this this story came up to me. And I forgot to just read it out of Matthew chapter three. This is when Jesus comes to John the Baptist to get baptized. It's starting in verse thirteen, Matthew three thirteen. It says, "Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan, coming to John to be baptized." So you can kind of imagine this moment, John's baptizing people and all of a sudden Jesus is walking up. He would probably begin to draw, draw attention just in who he is. It says, but John, uh, but John tried to prevent him saying, I have to be baptized by you and do you come to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, permit it at this time, for in this way it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. So Jesus convinced John to baptize him. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice of the heavens said, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So we have this moment where Jesus is kind of beginning to enter his public ministry. And before any of that can happen, Jesus gets a confirmation of his identity on who he is. And it's from God. And it says, basically, God's like, that's my boy, right? That's my boy. And, uh, and Jesus has this moment where he, he gets a confirmation of his identity, who he is. And I love it, it says, uh, in whom, not by whom. It's not Jesus' actions that pleased God. It's the fact that Jesus is who Jesus is that pleased God. Just a side note. Uh, but Jesus gets a confirmation of identity. Flip chapter 4, verse 1. This is the next verse, chapter 4, verse 1. It says, Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted for 40 days, it's kind of unbelievable, 40 days of fasting. After he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he then became hungry. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he was hungry. Uh, but it says this, it says, And the tempter came to him and said, if you are, isn't that interesting? Jesus should have a confirmation of identity. The heavens opened, the spirit descended, a voice came and said, you are the son. But the first thing the devil, do, the devil does is questions, your ident questions his identity. If you are the son of God, it says, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Jesus kind of just ignores it uh, and says, um, 
if you are the it says but he answered and said it is written man shall not live on bread alone but on every word and this goes on but i just wanted to kind of stop at this moment and recognize that even the devil even went after jesus's identity if can i can i just say something the devil's going after jesus's identity when he attacks him how many of you guys know the devil's going to come after our identity right so let's go ahead and i'm going to pray and then we'll get into it father we just thank you lord for this morning Father, I look out right now and I see a bunch of mighty men for you and for your kingdom. Father, I pray, Lord, that as we dive into this concept of identity today, Lord, that we would turn towards you and we would ask you, Jesus, show us who we are. Jesus, show us who we are in you so that we can begin and continue to walk that out. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that our, that our identity is not based in what we do. But our identity is based in who you are, Jesus, and who we are in you. So, Lord, we love you. We thank you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. And every man said, amen. 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 Uh, this, this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to do a lot of table discussion this morning because I felt like the Lord said, you've, you've, you've brought up the concept of identity last week. Now let's dive into talking about who we are uh, individually. So uh, I'm just going to talk for a few minutes and then I'm going to hand it over and we're going to, I got some uh, verses for you guys for the table discussion. Uh, can I start with saying this? The devil's biggest frustration is when we as Christians walk out who we are as sons. He gets so frustrated when he looks at us and sees us walking out who we are as sons. And that's, that's the biggest thing we got to go after is we got to go and say, you want to know what? I'm going to just choose to continue to focus on who Jesus is and I'm going to continue to chase after him. That way when those attacks come, we can look and say, you want to know what? I am a son of God. That is who I am. So I'm going to read some of these verses, and then I'll hand them over to you. It's, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, new have come. Colossians 1, 13, For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son. Galatians 4, 6. Because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Romans 8, 16 and 17. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. The biggest thing we got to understand is that I'll say it this way. Even in moments when we make mistakes, that doesn't change who we are in Jesus. Sometimes, the, sometimes, sometimes we can get so down on ourselves, the enemy can start attacking, and we can sit there and beat ourselves up when we make a mistake, but that doesn't change because Jesus still looks at us and says, my beloved, or I should say God looks at us and says, my beloved, my beloved son, my beloved son. God has so much for us, and it comes down to us operating out of who we are in him. Amen? So we're going to hop over to, uh, to some table discussion. Dan, you want to help me? Oh, yeah. And Mel, thanks. 
Uh, they're going to bring around, do two per table. These are just those verses I read. My, my thought is we'll just go into it this morning. There's some questions that are up on the uh, up on the screen, you can hop into those questions. These verses are to help navigate those discussions. I'll give you guys about 20-ish minutes, and then I'll be back up here, maybe 22 minutes, and I'll be back up here just to kind of wrap things up. Sound good? Awesome. Get after it. All right, all right. If you can kind of bring your attention back up here for a minute, kind of wrap up those conversations. Come on. So uh, as we were sitting there discussing this at my table, this story kind of popped into my heart, and I thought this was super appropriate for right now. This is found in Luke chapter 10, verse 38. It says, now uh, as they, this is Jesus and his peeps, uh, were traveling, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet listening to him. Martha was distracted by all of her preparations as she came to him, that's Jesus, and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Tell her to help me. I can imagine, you can kind of imagine for a moment that uh, Martha has been picking up after Mary's slack probably since the age of five, you know what I mean? You can kind of feel that. Martha's like, Ugh, she's been doing this forever. I remember when she was three and I had to pick up all this stuff with my, you know. And you can imagine Martha's kind of built up in this moment. So she's like, I got it. I'm going to get her. I'm going to go to Jesus, reveal it all to Jesus. Jesus is going to give the smackdown, and then she's going to have to come help me. And it's going to be awesome. You can imagine that's what's going on in this moment. But, but look at this. But the Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. You are worried and bothered about so many things, but only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So what this story illustrates is Martha is trying to get her identity out of what she's doing, even for the kingdom of God. Mary is getting her identity out of sitting at the Lord's feet and spending time with him. Can I just say, man, we need to spend time with the Lord. There's no way we can walk out our identity as sons if we're not spending time with the Lord. My challenge for you as we go through this week is let's spend some time with the Lord. Amen. I'm going to pray. It's 729. We'll wrap up things here. But before you go, can you guys just sit for a minute? And, and if, if you're walking through something, as a table, pray over the men that are at your table. Because we're all walking through the battle. Uh, Pastor Dwayne said it. He quoted someone. I can't remember who he quoted. But uh, the, 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 the author said, we're either in a battle, just coming out of a battle, or about to go through a battle. So we need as men to hold each other up, just like uh, Moses had Aaron and her to hold up his arms. We need to hold each other up, and the best way to do that is through prayer and and uh, and being real with the men at our table. So I'm going to pray, and then I'll release it to the tables. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for this morning. Lord, help us to understand even what this story is illustrating of Martha and Mary. Lord, let us not be like Martha and try to do and do and do and do and do more stuff to get our identity, but let us be like Mary who sat at your feet, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for who you are, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.